0: Our sponsors help us reach people from city to city, coast to coast, and around the world. Our gold sponsors, Michelle Perry. She is the host of the Successful Diligence podcast and best-selling author of The Pebble in My Shoe. You can connect with Michelle and get a copy of her book at successfuldiligence.com. Paula Cousin has dedicated her life volunteering in community youth programs such as The Young Marines. Paula believes that the greatest asset each young person has is at least one caring adult in their life. Donald Lamb is a gold sponsor, and he and his wife have happily been married for over 35 years. He is the proud father of one daughter and three sons. Donald honorably served his country over 22 years in the United States Army and retired with distinction. Active in his community, Donald is also the owner and operator of Mama's Boy Event Planning and Coordinating Services. Connect with Donald at Facebook.com forward slash Mama's Boy Events Coordinating. Our platinum sponsors, Gregory Smith. He is the author of 100 Simple Ways How to Manage a Property and Evidence Room. Get your copy today by reaching out to Gregory Smith on Facebook or email him at smithg1963 at yahoo.com. Adrian Barker is the host of the Adrian Barker Speaks podcast, a life coach and CEO of Professional Global Etiquette. Please connect with her at professionalglobaletiquette.com. Mr. Mike Black from New Bern, North Carolina. He helps men throughout Eastern Carolina lead a faith-filled life. He is a compassionate leader in his church, a devoted husband and father. Dr. Nate Dunlap Jr. is the executive director of the PRF Institute. He is the author of What's Next, Preparing for Eternity, and Don't Leave Me Like This, Inspiration to Leave a Legacy. As a 501c3 nonprofit organization, the PRF Institute is blessed to be that premier stewardship-based teaching ministry that truly responds to the needs of families and communities around the country. Find Dr. Dunlap and his amazing team at prfinstitute.org. Poet Katrina McCain is the author of Because She Decided to Love, this is a collection of poetry and prose about love and its impact on every relationship. This raw, uncut poetry book addresses the themes of how we experience love through loss, hurt, pain, grief, and passion. Get your copy of her book today at poorkatrinamccain.com. If you would like to become a sponsor of Impact Life 24 7, it's very simple. Just visit CL King Speaker. Com. Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is CL King coming to you live from the High Definition Studios here in Impactville, sitting atop the illustrious Ruth E. Plowden legacy chair. That is my foster mom, who is essentially responsible for saving my life from a life of homelessness, abuse and destruction i'm so thankful for her she has gone on to her reward back in 2013 and so we have named this chair in her honor thank you for those of you tuning in to Impacting life 24 7 i know many tune in at different times <clears throat> i just got told this the other day by a dear lady who i don't necessarily you know have a lot of conversations with But she made a comment on a post that I had made, and she said, I just want you to know that you have far more viewers than you know. And some of us may not comment, but we appreciate what you're doing. So, Greg, Mike, Danny, you guys hear that, right, Uh, Katrina, that sometimes you don't do it all the time, really. You don't do it for what you can see relative to have people watched you or Are people responding or are people commenting or people sending hearts? There are so many people that have been blessed by Impacting Life 24-7 that it is our mission to simply just continue with that. We cannot get caught up in anything else. To continue with trying to impact some lives 24-7. And that's what the goal is of Impacting Life 24-7. I want to thank everybody again for tuning in. It really is a a fun journey for me. It's a fun journey for Greg but and, and our the rest of our team. But I will tell you this, that <clears throat> these folks could be doing anything else on Monday night, Tuesday night and Thursday night. Primarily, they could probably be resting because they all have full time jobs. And many nights they are tuned in, helping us navigate the live audience and supporting the mission and message of this broadcast. So. Uh, I am forever indebted to people like that. I I don't expect it. I don't even ask for it. But I I, but they see the bigger picture. There's there's something far bigger than even what we're doing right here. And what we're doing right here is pretty big. (laughs) So anyway, we got a full night tonight. And I wanted I wanted to kind of do the show in a different format, kind of see how that felt. And I actually we may start doing that more often is opening our show with a portion of a word from our sponsors and then closing our show with a word of our from our sponsors so that we can get the most time with our guests, because sometimes our guest, the time with our guests goes by so fast. You're talking about an hour broadcast time. Well, when we take uh, two commercial segments away from that time, Uh, in in throughout their throughout their narrative or their dialogue sometimes it's just like we're trying to rush to get all the content in so we very well may try to do our sponsorship commercial one of them in the beginning and then one of them at the end of the show so that we can get the maximum amount of time from our guests and for our guests because we don't just do it for ourselves ladies and gentlemen we do it for them and so what I'm going to do right now to kick this night off Again, you're tuning to you're turning into Impacting Life 24/7 with your host CL King. The thing I'm going to do now to kick this night off is I'm going to find a particular slide and I'm going to share that with you. Let's see if we can find it. Man, where did it go? I don't know. It might have just disappeared. Um <clears throat> I want to talk to you tonight about your purpose. And oftentimes people don't really recognize that they have a higher purpose than, than what they're experiencing. Sometimes circumstances and life conditions around us have a tendency to manipulate our feelings about our purpose. And so tonight I'm sharing with you uh, a very heartfelt message entitled the bell that never rang the bell that never rang. It, it, you know, bells have a unique purpose, ladies and gentlemen. And I know that even you can think about this even in your mind's eye as we get ready for the holiday season and we get ready to uh, start celebrating Christmas carols and things of that nature. All of us can look at uh, bells for their particular w- what they bring. You know, when you hear a bell at Christmas time, you begin to think about. Ah, you know the nostalgia of the snow and the and the reindeer and the 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 united um, the 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 unity of of people coming together. Um, Greg is listening to bells today because today is Greg Smith's, our VP and executive producer. Today is his fifty eighth birthday. Can somebody give it up for Mr. Greg Smith? <laughs> <clears throat> Happy birthday, Greg. I would sing, but then we'd lose all of our viewers and sponsors, so I won't sing. But, Greg, happy birthday. If you guys get a chance to, 58 bells. (laughs) If you get a chance to in the comments, please wish Greg. A very, very happy birthday. Yeah, I know I have some I have a, a an applause thing, Greg, but my wife told me not to use that no more because it sounds cheesy. So <laughs> happy birthday, Greg. And uh, many, many more. We're going actually out of town this weekend as part of his celebration to see his Carolina Panthers get beat. So there's that. <laughs> you know, bells are intended to be heard over a wide area and can range from a single bell or a grand string of bells, and and they have a purpose. They were created for a purpose. Historically, bells have been associated with religious rites and are still used to call communities together for religious services. Many times you can hear church bells, and it signifies the start of a worship service. Later, bells were made to commemorate important events or people and have been associated with the concepts of peace and freedom. The study of bells is called campanology. And I want you to understand this, that a bell ladies and gentlemen has more than one component. It has multiple components. Components. In fact, a bell that is raised, uh, particularly a bell in a tower, has 10 distinct, unique components. The first component is the bell yoke. That is the part that that is uh, from the structure to the bell. <clears throat> the second component um, is called the cannons, and that is the hook or the metal ring on top of the bell that the. Uh, Stock or the bell yoke connects to the third part is the crown and that is the that is the shape that you see at the very top of the bell that crown is is the third component of a bell the fourth component is the shoulder and that is the very next next uh, landmass if you will after the crown the fifth is the waist and that is the main part that you see the the nice long distant part that flares out that that middle section is called the waist. listen there's 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 ten components of a bell ladies and gentlemen. the sixth component is the shoulder and that is right as you get ready to come to the end of the waist, the very bottom of the bell. The seventh component is is the lip that is the that is the part that is as we begin begin to go past the 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 um, as we begin to go past the main part of the bell and down to the under part that is considered the lip the eighth part of the bell is the mouth that is the, the complete section up under the bell the ninth component is the clapper. That is the item that actually is needed for the bell to have a sound. <laughs> and then the 10th component is the bead line. And that is a ring that goes around the waist, the bottom portion of the bell. So you understand, ladies and gentlemen, that there are 10 distinct, unique, specific purposes and designs and elements of, of a bell, and oftentimes when we look at a bell, we just say, hmm, it's ringing. And that particular sound may cause us or induce a particular feeling in us, It may cause us to realize we need to go to worship service and or it may cause us to let us know that it's noon day. It may let us know that it's midnight hour. Whatever the bell does, it is for a purpose. But one thing that is clear about a bell. <clears throat> it was designed to ring. The most clear purpose of a bell. It was designed to ring. I kind of like the anatomy of a bell and I kind of like the purpose of the bell, the DNA of the bell, if you will, because it does not get caught up in other reasons why it exists or why it should exist. It doesn't get caught up in trying to be a saw. It does not get caught up in trying to be a horse carriage. A bell does not get caught up in trying to give light or warmth. A bell does not try to dabble into other purposes for which it was created. The primary and singular purpose for why a bell was created is to do one thing and one thing alone. And that is to ring. See, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we get so, our minds get so polluted with so many quote unquote purposes in life that we can't even feel the first one. Sometimes our minds and our hearts get so disheveled because we're trying to be this and we're trying to portray that. And on Facebook, we're trying to look like this. And on Instagram, we're trying to look like that. And on TikTok, we're trying to exemplify this. But truly, when you look at the anatomy and the DNA and the purpose for why a bell was created, the singular purpose for why this thing exists is this only. And that is to ring. The peripheral reasons are up to the hearers. We created a bell for what? We hang it in our church tower so that people can know that when they hear the bell, it is time to come and worship. We hang it in a fire tower so that for why? So that when people hear it, they know that there is a fire, a a, a brood in the town and the community. We hang it at Big Ben or we put a a bell at Big Ben. Why? Because we know when we hear that bell, it is a certain time of day. That is the peripheral purposes, but the primary purpose for why a bell was ever created was for it to ring. And here's what I want people to understand tonight. That sometimes you got to just trim off the fat of trying to be everything to everybody. Sometimes you got to trim off the fat of trying to look the part so that you can fit in with the, with the other parts. You understand that, man. When you when you can hone in on your purpose, and when you can zero in, and when you can get laser sharp focus on what you were created for and why you breathe on this earth, man, you you start you start looking different. You start sounding different. You start acting different. You start hanging in different circles. I'm I'm thinking, you know, I'm so glad that my son went off to the army to boot camp. He's he's uh, almost halfway through with boot camp. Can y'all believe it? And he's down there in uh, Fort Jackson South Carolina and you know there was a time when when I when I bought that boy his first drum set nobody was around none of y'all followers were out there no none of his coaches not even the drum line folks that have helped him all these years nobody was there but dad and Chris and I said Chris I picked up on something of you when you was like eight months old brother you was always banging on something and I was a former drummer so I could just feel it I just knew there was something different about him so I at two years years old he wasn't he wasn't even two yet the first the second christmas of his life i got him a drum set with a real foot pedal cymbal tom snare and actual drumsticks and i said brother you're going to take this thing right here and i'm going to see if this can make you some money i'm going to see if this can put food on your table long after i bought this thing And for sixteen straight years, that is all Chris did. For the first seven or eight years, he and I were in my studio at the home jamming, writing music, creating and composing, and trying to get more difficult songs, listening to the Yellow Jackets and Fred Hammond and John P. Key. And I was just injecting him with music of all types, Toto and Aerosmith and and Whitney Houston and and Prince and so many different genres and artists. I said, brother, there's there's I, I know I know you are smooth, brother. I know you tall dark and handsome. I know you cute and all that, but I do feel like that there was a purpose for why you were created. There was a purpose for why you came to this earth. And then when he came to the crest of his senior year, we said, man, listen, here it is. We're going to try to see if what you've done and what you've been doing and what you were created for can be recognized by somebody else. And so he auditioned and the first branch of service that he went to, uh, it was not a success. It did not work out. Not, necessarily because of his skill set but because because of some other logistics and we kind of got down and we were depressed and we're thinking oh my goodness I guess we're gonna have to go work at Sam's and you're gonna have to get you know you I mean you're gonna have to go stock sales and 11 bucks an hour sounds better than eight you know and we, we started and I said wait a minute no brother we, I believe that you were created for this purpose I believe that that you have spent uh uh at 17 years of your 18 years on this earth, just about playing this instrument and perfecting it to such a degree that man, it could be used for for much higher purposes. And so we went to another branch of service, that is the United States Army. And they said, you know what? Let's let the kid audition. He auditioned and, and he put out four videos created in my friend's studio, my man Wally Walsworth. He helped us put together some professional um, nice EQ'd and mixed videos that we sent. And they said, okay, that gets you in the door to be auditioned. You can't make it with those videos, but we'll we'll come down and check you out. So when they came down, they said, we're going to give you 11 songs and eight of those songs, we're going to give you the night before. And we expect you to be able to play them to see if you can function in the US military band. And I said, Chris, brother, I just want you to know, I kept telling him this, brother, you were created for this purpose. You haven't been playing drums all this time just for something to do. We watch kids do things. They play football. They play soccer. They play whatever. They're in the band, and then when school is over, that's it. They just go on and do something else. They go on and become a chemistry major or whatever the case may be. No hit against them. I'm just saying we knew that he was created for a particular purpose. And then as as we celebrated his graduation, of which I was blessed to be the keynote speaker at his high school graduation, one of the most memorable times in my entire life, we still did not know if Chris had been accepted in the band. High school is finished, and here we are now in the summertime, like, okay, so you're working at a sub shop. I just can't see this as your purpose, brother. Yeah, it was nice to have a little spending change when you was living with dad, but man, there's a bigger purpose for why you exist. And so we just, we just kept believing leaving so then we started trying to manipulate and said okay well maybe if you can't get in we'll go into the reserves or maybe you'll go into the army and you'll be a chaplain or something along that line and we just we fell back and said man let's just wait because we believe that you were created for a particular purpose and it wasn't just for you to fill time it wasn't just for you to look pretty it wasn't just for you to kind of hang around town with the homeboys with your elbow out the window no it was something bigger than that and so one day as Chris was up stairs and I was downstairs. I heard this shrilling scream from the top of his lungs running down the stairs. Dad guess what? And I'm thinking he's trying to call me to tell me about a Steph Curry highlight. It wasn't nothing of the sort. He got the message that the army band had said congratulations son. Your purpose is now fulfilled. You are accepted into the military army band. You leave on this date for, for the purpose that you were created. Now you walk in it. I feel something on me on that and so <laughs> we must understand ladies and gentlemen that bells have a purpose as many times as i do this throughout this broadcast it will grab your attention as many times as you hear this sound my voice will almost be muted You will be distracted because your ears will be captured by the grasp of the sound of the bell. Yeah, the history of Russian bells founding goes back to the 10th century. But in the medieval Russian Orthodox Church, bells were not typically rung to indicate church services. But to announce important ceremonies and celebrations, and as an alarm in case of a fire or an enemy attack. One of the largest of the early bells was the original SAR bell. You can spell SAR, T S A R. It was cast in the 16th century completed in 1,600 and weighed 40,000 pounds. It required 24 men to ring its clapper. Housed in the original wooden Ivan the Great bell tower in the Moscow Kremlin, it crashed to the ground in a fire in the mid-17th century and was broken into pieces. I'm talking to you tonight about the bell that never rang. The second SAR bell, remember you spell SAR T S A R, it was cast in 1655 using the remnants of the former bell, but on a much larger scale. This bell weighed 220,000 pounds, 400 tons, but was again destroyed by fire in 1701. After becoming empress, Anna ordered that the pieces be cast into a new bell with its weight increased another hundred tons and dispatched the son of Field Marshal Munich to Paris to solicit technical help from the master craftsmen there. However, the bell of such size was unprecedented and Munich was not taken seriously. In 1733, the job was assigned to a local foundry, Ivan Molterin and his son Mikhail, based on their experience casting bronze. In a cannon, a pit 33 feet deep was dug near the location of the present bell with a clay form and the walls reinforced with rammed earth to withstand the pressure of the molten metal. Obtaining the necessary metals proved to be a challenge for in addition to the parts of the old bell, an additional one thousand one hundred and fifty seven pounds of silver and 159 pounds of gold were added to this amazing, gargantuan mixture. After months of preparation, casting work commenced at the end of November 1734. The first attempt was not successful, and the project was incomplete. When Ivan Motaron died in 17. 17- 35, I'm talking to you tonight about the bell that never rang. Again, it doesn't matter how prolific I speak. It doesn't matter how amazing the screen looks tonight. The thing that is capturing your attention right now is the sound Of the bell. And listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, it's because the bell is fulfilling its purpose. His son Mikhail carried on the work, and the second attempt at casting succeeded in November 25th, 1735. Ornaments were added to the bell as the bell was cooling while it raised above the casting pit in 1737, do you realize that it took a long, long time for this bell to cool? However, before the last ornamentation was completed, a major fire broke out. This is what I keep trying to tell people, ladies and gentlemen, that adversity will come. You just keep breathing air long enough and something that you did not plan for will happen. What we try to do is tell people that no matter the adversity, You still can make it. The fire broke out in the Kremlin in May of 1737. The the fire spread to the temporary wooden support structure for the bell, and fearing damage, guards threw cold water on it. Now the bell's getting heated up, and the guards threw cold water on it. Guess what happened? That's right. Eleven cracks formed on the bell, and... A 23,000 pound slab broke off of the bell. A 23,000 pound slab broke off the bell. The fire burned through the wooden supports and the damaged bell fell into its casting pit. The SAR bell remained in its pit for almost a century. There are some of you some of us, that because of outside circumstances, we have sunk down into a pit. We have we have went below the surface and fallen woefully short of what our purpose is in life. It troubles me at times because <clears throat> I look at young people who find themselves wrapped up in Trying to get into a gang or early exposure to alcohol, drug abuse, addiction, sexual abuse. I I've, i get troubled because these people get get pulled in to some sort of pseudo purpose in life, with, which only has momentary pleasure. And they fall just like the fired Sarbel into a pit and this bell remained in this pit for a century unsuccessful attempts to raise it were made in 1970 i mean 1792 and 1819 napoleon bon, bonaparte during the occupation of moscow in 1812 considered removing it as a trophy to france but was unable to do so because of its size and its weight listen to me ladies and gentlemen the tsar bell is known as the largest bell In the world. Imagine that having the title of being the largest bell in the world. No other bell rivaled this bell. In fact, this bell was made from components of a smaller bell. In fact, the slab that fell off of the SAR bell was larger than any bell in existence. The 25,000-pound slab that broke off during the fire as they were throwing water on it to cool the bell, that, that slab, that slab alone is larger than any bell that had been created. You wonder why it couldn't fulfill its purpose. It just kind of had one job to do. You know, they made ornate drawings and pictures and graphics in the bell. That wasn't its purpose. People look at it with awe, inspiration, and admire its grandeur and splendor. That wasn't its purpose. Its purpose. Was to rain. It had one singular purpose. It was finally successfully raised in the summer of 1836 by French architect architect Auguste Montflorand. Working on my French there. <laughs> and placed on a stone pedestal, the broken slab Alone is nearly three times larger than the world's largest bell hung for full circle ringing, the tenor bell at Liverpool Cathedral. The slab alone that broke off from the SAR bell the piece that broke off the 25,000-pound piece is three times larger than the full circle bell ringing the tenor bell at, at the Liverpool Cathedral. Imagine that. The Sar bell was so massive. The Sar bell was so gigantic that even in its brokenness, it was larger than the largest bell functioning. The bell for some time, ladies and gentlemen, served as a chapel with the broken area forming a door. Someone once joked that the Kremlin's two greatest items were a bell which never rung and a cannon that was never fired. I'm talking to you tonight about the bell that never rung. in the midst of the Grand Canyon on a silent still night the sound of this one singular bell will reverberate throughout the labyrinth of halls in the Grand Canyon if you climbed to the top of Mount Everest 29,000 29 feet and the hurricane force winds would stop and the earth would stand silent at 29,029 029 feet. If you rang this singular bell, you'd hear it. But the Sar bell, ladies and gentlemen, boast as the absolute largest bell In the world, 400 tons. And because of life's circumstances that arose, a 25,000 pound piece of this bell broke off. And the bell, ladies and gentlemen, never, ever rang. It was used, you see it on the screen for a live audience. It was used for some time as a cathedral, as a chapel. And today, it is only serving as a monument for people to walk through and look at the fine artwork and the fine handiwork and the skilled craftsmanship of the designs inside the bell. And I'm sure as people go in and out and come and go, they look at this museum and they conclude, that's a beautiful looking bell. But this little bell that I have in my studio is the bell that's fulfilling its purpose. The SAR bell, ladies and gentlemen, Missed its purpose because of circumstances. I think. About the young man. Who I had the privilege of working with. At day treatment years ago. I haven't told his story in a while. His name was Chris Walden. My good friend Dante hope will remember him and Chris was a goofy kid. But the reason why I was captured by him was because Chris like me was a foster kid. In fact, Chris had been in 15 foster homes in 15 years. He was on multiple psychotropic medications had to regularly get his blood levels checked monthly because of the powerful drugs that he was on to try to keep him stable and functioning in life. I remember him telling me many times that he remembered living somewhere in Spotsylvania. I remember Chris Walden telling me, man, that he had dreams and aspirations of of going in the military and being fresh out of the military myself, fresh out of the Marine Corps. When I started working at day treatment, I took a liking to Chris and I began to bring my uniforms in for him, give him medallions and memorabilia from, from the Marine Corps. Chris was, Chris was a a handful ladies and gentlemen, He he was not a marshmallow kid. He would turn over a desk and cuss you out and get into a fight in a heartbeat. But there was another side of Chris that was curious and genuine. Every time I look at Jeremiah, my youngest son, I see some remnants of Chris Walden. Those two favor one another quite a bit. But we failed, Chris Walden. We, the collective system, failed. Because here's what we did we kept him sick enough to bill Medicaid and well enough to not be a bother to us while we watched him bouncing around from foster homes, group homes, 15 of them. By the time he was age 15, when he came to me and Chris aged out of the system, he went on, he was living in the disheveled streets of the inner city projects in New Bern, North Carolina. And Chris went on to get himself in various forms of trouble because after all, now he's an adult, 21, 22 years old, running buck wild in the streets of New Bern. I remember the last time I saw Chris, he was in his adult state. And man, when we we left, our, our parting was forced by me going my way and him going his way. I broke down in bitter tears because I saw where Chris was going. And in 2006, I got a call that Chris Walden had been tragically murdered in the projects by one of the very same students that I used to teach also. Got into a tussle because Chris was known for not keeping his mouth shut. Mother comes out. Two boys are tussling. Hands the other kid a, a knife. They hold Chris down and plunge this knife into Chris's heart. And he dies. And I look at Chris Walden and I say, Man, Chris was the bell, ladies and gentlemen. Chris was the bell that never rang. His purpose. Purpose never got to be fulfilled. We built wood structures around him, and peripheral issues came and threw water on a heated up metal bell, which forced a 25,000 pound piece to come crashing out and all Chris was good for was to be memorialized and remembered as that kid that had so much potential the Bell, ladies and gentlemen 400 tons bronze silver and gold boasts the largest bell in the world and never fulfilled its purpose. How many of you out there are at risk of falling into that same narrative? How many of you out there are at risk of being sunk down into a pit for a century. How many of you are out there that are at risk of being memorialized? Because you can't fulfill your purpose. I think about Chris and I said, man, we didn't do our job. We didn't do a good enough job. We didn't. we were throwing water on a heated bell when we should have just we should have done something different that boy should not have lost his life so when you guys see CL out here with my veins popping out and some have criticized me because I am somewhat over the top some have lamented that there goes King again on one of his rants I I drove that boy around in my car. I gave him my Marine Corps uniforms, though he may not have went into the Marine Corps. I wanted him to know, man, that you still got a purpose. That you're a bell that that needs to be heard. Tonight, I want you to know that you have a purpose in this life, and your purpose needs to be heard. I want you to understand that you have a purpose in this life and it needs to be felt. Your purpose is not to sit high atop a stone pedestal like what you see on the screen here. Your purpose is not for a 25,000 pound slab to be broken off and people say, wow, that's an impressive, impressive bell. But we never could hear what it sounds like. You can go in to the sar Bell because of its height and its stature and you can walk around in it and you can take your finger or your fist and bang against the side walls in hopes of hearing what could potentially have been the beautiful sound echoing from this massive structure. But those strikes will be in vain, ladies and gentlemen. That bell has never rang. It's muted by its position. Muted by the peripheral and direct damage it sustained. Muted. Because repair was not an option. I want you to look as we close in 2021. I want you to look at your purpose, ladies and gentlemen. You're supposed to be heard. Young person. You're supposed to be heard. Mom, dad, you're supposed to be heard. Your purpose is to be heard. Stop getting your eyes fixated on all the other things that you could potentially do. And man, if you could just walk in the singular purpose of why you were put on this earth And you begin to fulfill that purpose. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, not every bell sounds the same. Not every bell has the same dimensions. Not every bell has the same pitch. Not every bell has the same resonance. But I do want you to know this. Every bell has the same purpose. And that is To ring. And you, your purpose is to ring. I pray that something I've said tonight for you will inspire you to not be worried about everybody else's surroundings and everybody else's business. And what other people posting, and how are other people living and what other people look like. You know, when I see people driving a Lamborghini. I think of two things. Man, they got enough money to pay cash for that thing or. Boy, they got a hefty car payment, that car payment more than my house payment. I never I. If the Lord blesses me with a Lamborghini. I'll drive it. But. I'm fulfilling my purpose now. My purpose, isn't, my purpose isn't to drive a Lamborghini. My purpose is, my purpose is to impact lives. One life, one day at a time. I'm gonna share my screen with you as we close. And we will close our show tonight with a word from our great sponsors. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to Impacting Life 24 7 with your host, CL King. We will be back here tomorrow night with a guest to help us continue to impact lives. We thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you. Our amazing sponsors Donald Skip Mondragon, the second MD, is a platinum sponsor. And he is a 26-year Army veteran, national veterans wrestling champion, a speaker and author. He is the author of Wrestling Depression Is Not For Wimps. Lessons learned from an amateur wrestler's fight to triumph over depression. Contact him and book him today at WrestlingIsNotForWimps.com. The Underdog Ninja Foundation are platinum sponsors. This was founded in 2020 by Javi and Jessica Madrigal, a husband and wife team that have been battling and overcoming heart disease for 18 years. Their personal story and experiences have led them to follow the calling of empowering, educating, and supporting those fighting heart disease. They have a remarkable platform and a dynamic story. Contact this amazing team at UnderdogNinja.com Belinda Tyson Linder has spent decades investing in people from all different backgrounds. She is a platinum sponsor. She has led inner city programs for disadvantaged youth, as well as being a mentor to young adults, married couples, individuals facing adversity. Belinda and her husband have built multiple six and seven figure businesses and have trained leaders on having tenacity and character. Ultimately, Belinda cares about people. Bettina Carey is a platinum sponsor. Bettina Carey is a four foot nine and a half Latina. She inspires and empowers women to create big results. They break through, no, they shatter their earning ceiling, kick self-imposed limitations to the curb, and live their legacies now. Whether she's coaching from a live or virtual stage or conferencing with a small cohort of bold women or men on the rise across from a conference table, her championship strategies and straight talk compel women and men to find their whole new gear and succeed beyond their wildest imaginations. Connect with Bettina today at WeEmpowerYourLife.com. You've heard it here, folks. All of these people help us with Impacting Life 24-7. If you would like to join them, it's very simple. All you have to do is go to clkingspeaker.com.